that motherfucker didn't kill himself. Page catch me up on Instagram. <laughs> no, God, I'm like, oh, that's my boy. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I cringe a little bit. Well, no, like, it's shit. cool. It's cool. That's how. That's how it goes, actually. This is thick. <laughs> <laughs> this is thicker, bro. Yeah. But yeah, we're rolling, by the way. Oh fuck. No, fuck. <laughs> well, we're rolling, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the fucking. We're Casting couch. Yeah. Oh yeah, casting couch here in London. Fucking yeah. two a.m. Yeah, we, fuck, it's been a long day, man. We were gonna do it one a.m. in London. That was gonna be the title because we were on our way home, almost at one a.m. But that was two a.m. <laughs> two a.m. We're fucking dead. I've hardly slept in the last few days. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mm. It's been heavy. I, I I was checking. It was like. 30,000 steps or something on my phone. <laughs> Man, back in London. 2 a.m. on a... Wait, it's technically the Monday now. You're actually flying today. Yeah, I'm flying in a couple hours. Oh, I mean... Fuck. That's dedication to your craft. Yeah, I should be asleep right now. Yeah, I know. We're recording but then a I, podcast. No, but I know it is like we, we were going to be saying, nah, then you're gonna visit me in Oslo. We do yeah. it and all that, and it's probably like probably drink. it can happen, but we'll, God knows when. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going back to the states this week. Going back to the states on Wednesday. Yeah, gotta get back for Thanksgiving. I, I celebrate those American holidays now. Yeah, you're American, bro. I, yeah, I was never into holidays anyway, bro. In England, like Easter, Christmas, whatever, I, I never celebrate. Me and my brother are just like we chill together, eat, drink, whatever. Yeah. But now in America, so, like. If you don't celebrate it, you can't do anything else anyway. Everything's closed on the yeah. day, everyone's busy. And there's so many fucking holidays, bro. There's like Memorial Day, fucking, lab- all these Labor Days, Thanksgiving, oh, bro. It's like every fucking couple weeks. And this Thanksgiving is like, is the one with the turkey, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My first Thanksgiving was last year and everyone made such a big deal, they were like, Oh, wait for this meal. It's going to be this amazing meal. You wait, you wait. And I was okay. And when it came, in England, it's just a fucking roast dinner. We have that every fucking Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> just a roast turkey with potatoes and gravy. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this I don't is wa- normal for us. Yeah, I don't want to be rude, but I'm not so impressed with this American. performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things, yeah. the food, I was like, okay. <laughs> That's just me being a cynical motherfucker. I'm not really impressed. American food ain't like, I mean, you know about food. It's not. Yeah, from what I can see, I've never been there. Yeah. You need to but come it's. Out, man. We said we're going to do this South Florida, Cuban fucking. Yeah. We should do something. Food, yeah. We should do something we'll like do it some. I can eat, man. Yeah. yeah. That's why I told you, like, when you were supposed to visit me in Oslo, I said, yeah, but it's a bit shit that you're coming, like. In fight camp. Fight camp. Yeah. I've probably eaten more food in the last 24 hours than I've eaten in the last Yeah, bro, I've been months. trying to keep up, but fuck. <laughs> we, went, monster, <laughs> we went to the movies, we're coming out, and you're like, ah, I'm, I'm a bit hungry still. I'm, I'm like, fuck. Pizza. 
the fast food joints, they can't even keep up with me. They're closed. Yeah. I'm looking at Domino's on my phone. It's fucking closed. It's 2 a.m. on Sunday. I was like, this guy just had like four bags of candy before getting into the movies. Now he's talking <laughs> about pizza. I'm a monster, bro. I'm sick in my stomach from all those Skittles. No one can keep up with me. Honestly, that's an open challenge. Anyone who wants to eat with me. Do you know what it is? I always say to people, like, I'm a big guy, but I have a strong heart. Like, I have good cardio. Yeah. So I'm big and I'm fit, so I can just eat, bro. And I, my microbiome, my gut bacteria, yeah. is some Martian. Oh, are we going Joe Rogan now? Yeah. <laughs> are we going Joe Rogan now? <laughs> bro, honestly, i got an ironclad. I've eaten some things in this world. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, because I remember when last year, it's like almost exactly a year that I was here. Yeah. And we went to that Chinese place. Oh, yeah. And you had fucking like not even an exaggeration you had like four main dishes for yourself and <laughs> the, to try everything on the menu <laughs> then me and this guy tiago we ordered the crispy duck and we couldn't finish it and you ate the rest yeah bro i finished <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with this guy i love food man honestly but i don't like i don't plan what i'm gonna eat all the time in the day it just happens i'm walking past the place i'm like oh yeah they do a great fucking chicken wings or whatever. Yeah, I know. And I'll just grab it. It's like, oh yeah, donuts from here, yeah. I know, and it's like hopeless to try to like plan it. Because if you notice, everything we said we were going to eat, yeah, we, didn't. we didn't go. <laughs> yeah, we just passed by and it's like, oh yeah, those Dutch pancakes, that's good. Let's just go. Sure. 14 Man. people get the table. My heart was set on the dominoes today though. Because my buddy who cornered me for this fight, he was fucking eating dominoes like, every other day. Yeah. Right in front of my face. I don't mind that. Some pe- some fighters they hate that. They don't want to be have any distractions. But for me, I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's something I think about sometimes. That, that is like a bit mean when I see no, stories. No, it's your discipline. You can't eat it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Even my other coach Ash Grimshaw, he told me off because I kept putting on Instagram leading up to the fight when I was out with people and they're eating. I was like, everyone's eating except me. Yeah. And he was like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you out. He's yeah. like, go home, rest. Don't be around people. But I don't mind. Test my discipline, like. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And it makes it sweeter after when you can finally eat. It's like, fuck, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to remember the first thing I ate after the fight yesterday. I can't remember. Did you eat straight at the hotel? No, I came out of the cage. I had to go straight to the doctor. They looked at my leg and stuff. I didn't have a scratch on me after the fight. But my my leg my ankle was a bit chewed up from kicking the guy in the elbow yeah they tested it they said oh no nothing's broken signed me off went back sat down a bit and then i don't think i ate anything until i went back to my hotel room i stocked up on some shit i had like a box of ferrero rochers yeah of course you did yeah and i ate like 12 bro i just sat i didn't even sit down i just bent over and i was like <laughs> Yeah, I munched about 12 of those, I think. I think that's the first thing I ate. This, uh, compared to your other cuts, how was this one? Uh, I don't know. When you're fighting on a big stage, you know that making weight is a is a big deal. You want to be ultra professional. Yeah. You want the promotion to know that you show up, you make weight, you look good, no complaints, nothing. So... That's different from when you fight on a smaller show. You're like, so what? I miss weight. Like, I've never missed weight, but yeah, the weight isn't such an issue. Like, when you're fighting on a major show and you have to make a weight and it's hard to make it, 
that's kind of half of the of your job. Like you get paid to make weight. You know what I mean? And there are financial consequences. Fighting for Bellator or a big promotion, if you miss weight, the commission they'll take some of your purse, they'll give it to the other guy. Yeah. So yeah, you literally you get paid to make weight. So making weight's a big deal, but I never worried that I wasn't gonna make weight. And I'm a big middleweight. For me to go to one eighty five. Yeah, you cut you cut a lot, right? I know because I train with Luke Rockhold in the States and I remember all the time on in the UFC, Joe Rogan in the commentary says, Oh, he's the biggest middleweight in the world by yeah. far. Yeah, and he's exactly the same size as me, we're the same height, same size. So then I when he went up to like heavyweight and I'm still at middleweight, I'm like, Fuck, I know I'm one of the biggest middleweights. And even after the fight yesterday, the first thing the guy said to me, as soon as the bell went, he was like, fuck, man, you're so much stronger than I thought you were going to be. Because at the weigh-in, yeah. I was sucked, bro. My eyes were sucked into my fucking skull. Yeah, but also... And then when I, when I rehydrated and got in the cage, he was like, fuck, you're big. Yeah, I felt like it was kind of when people saying like, oh, he was looking at your dick at the, at the <laughs> weigh-ins or something. I feel like what... Like, wake up, Willie is a real thing. <laughs> it's a real fucking thing. But I think, I I think, never forget once, sorry yeah. to interrupt, Murdad, he fought on a show once and um, he had to cut a lot of weight. And um, the promoter has a daughter. She handles some of the business and the money stuff for the promotion. And she's quite a pretty girl and he always fancied her. And then once he had to weigh in, but he had to take his underwear off to make weight. And she was there in the room while they're weighing in. And he always says it, man, she saw my weight cut, Willie. Now she's never going to fucking want me. Because <laughs> yeah, you get dehydrated everywhere. Bro. Yeah. That weight cut, Willie, no joke. I, I cannot. It's just there looking like a dead pickle. Yeah, does it go in? I don't know. It kind of just loses all life. You don't, like, in the moments when you're cutting weight and you're in and out of the sauna and you're, like, dehydrated, you cease to be a sexual being. You're just like, you're so far away from anything sexual. Your yeah. body's in survival mode. It's the last thing you're thinking about, bro. It's like... Yeah, that makes sense. It becomes this inanimate object. Yeah, that yeah. does make sense. Yeah, but even it's crazy what happens to a guy's mind when he's so depleted like that. He don't even care. Like when I was cutting weight for this fight, there was people in and out of the sauna and the locker room. And I was just there fucking with my dick out. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like you, you don't care about anything. Yeah. Like you said, he looked at my dick at the way in. Yeah, that thing. He, he, he looked at your dick or whatever. But like what I really read there, it was like the guy kind of like measuring you up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think yo, that's what he was trying to do. I just stared straight into his fucking eyes. No, but I don't mean like in an, in an intimidating way, like, like measuring you. Like it was like really understanding like yo this guy tomorrow gonna be huge yeah 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 you know kind of like saying oh this yeah. guy's frame he's a he's a really yeah, big guy yeah. not I'm that a guy was scared or anything but yeah i'm big for the way everyone tells me why don't you fight at 205 why don't you fight at 205 but i can make 185 and i'm big big for the weight but yeah. i feel that like in the cage last night i don't feel in any danger i don't feel like some big guy is gonna smash my head in yeah, it just feels like yeah, and even when we when I was wrestling him on the cage, it was like handling a child, bro. If I could lock my hands on the body lock, I could just turn him around. It was so easy dragging him down. I feel strong at the weight. Uh, what? How do you how do you read the fight? Yesterday. Yeah. Man, it was it was a weird one. I've had a long layoff. I haven't fought for over a year and a half. Yeah. So um, yeah, like I struggled to kind of gauge the range. 
like I was punching air at times, man. I was really reaching with my strikes. Yeah. And um, yeah, and, and again, with MMA, how you think the fight's gonna go, sometimes it goes complete opposite, man. I thought he was gonna close the distance on me and try to clinch me. But instead he was backing up. So I was pressuring and then I started to clinch him. And then it was too late when I realized I was much stronger than him in a clinch. If I knew that in the first place, I would have just clinched him and taken him down. But I thought, oh, he's gonna try and clinch me. He's gonna stop me striking. Yeah. And he was backing up, yeah. And then he landed some good leg kicks and then I kicked him hard in the elbow a few times and then my ankle started to swell up a bit. But yeah, the fight, I just couldn't really get anything going. He w- he done a good job of be- of kind of like anti-fighting. He was backing up, backing up. Then when I closed the distance, he was jabbing. It was just kind of like, it was an uneventful fight. It wasn't a very entertaining fight, I don't feel, for the fans. Yeah, like the same... When you see his last fight with this other guy, yeah. this Johnny Jitsu guy, you s- you read the comments and everybody's like, "Yo, this is probably the worst fight yeah. I've ever watched. Like, this is worse than like Derek Lewis." And, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's the guy's style a little yeah, bit. It, like, he gets the job done. He, yeah, he, gets, he the gets the job done, and he shuts. He makes the fight uneventful, and then he edges it. Which I mean, that is a, an approach and a strategy in itself you can't blame anyone it's not his fault he kind of does a good job of like making the up nullifying the other guy's game plan and I, I felt like that the time just went and I was like oh fuck this fight's over and I haven't done anything it was weird man it was weird what, what would you do different then I don't know I would well, if knowing how the fight went now I would just um I wouldn't be scared of the clinch because I thought, oh, he's going to clinch me and try to stop me striking the whole fight. But after clinching him and knowing, oh, I'm stronger than this guy, I can take this guy down, I would have just closed the distance straight away and just fight on the inside instead of trying to kick so much on the outside. I would have just closed the distance, put hands on him inside, and then if he clinches, I would clinch him and dominate the clinch. Yeah. Body lock him, drag him down like I've done because I had him against the cage most of the fight. Well, it is what it is. We can't dwell on a fight after it's gone. Yeah, it was good to fight in my hometown. Um, a lot of people came out. I was just concerned that everyone was having a good time. I said, oh, when people were calling me after saying, are you okay? And I said, yeah. There's not a scratch on me. The guy didn't hit me in the face once. I yeah. felt zero danger the entire fight. He landed a few good leg kicks, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Leg kicks. Other than that, I felt no danger. Even at the end, he tried to threaten me with a choke. We were against the cage. Yeah. He got a takedown. I was standing up. I felt no danger. He put a choke on, he tried to crank it, and I was just like, ha. I just escaped immediately. It was like, no danger. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good crack. Good to be in my hometown, uh, in, a, in the Wembley Arena. Like, I used to watch people fight there, man. Um, boxers and stuff like that so yeah but just promise me you're gonna work on the dance moves though <laughs> oh, <my dad. laughs> it was the last round i think i threw a leg kick or a body kick and he touched his nuts so the ref was like whoa time out yeah but i don't everyone said to me i don't think it hit him in the nuts so they sent me to the neutral corner i looked up at the screen and i saw the screen was on me so i was like but yeah, I got a dab and I just done a dab. Yeah, you did <laughs> yeah, it and you did it like people have sent me the gift of that <laughs> shit already. Man. I'm gonna make that gift famous. Yeah, that gift is epic. Yeah. 
the the dab little little dab but i i saw you doing it live yeah live and i was thinking because you did it towards the crowd yeah but you didn't really know where, where we were yeah, yeah i didn't know where you guys so you were. did it to the wrong side because you can hear but you don't want to waste time looking around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean but it's weird because as the fight's going on you get the guy against the cage and you kind of look through the cage you might see someone you're like oh shit but then you have to concentrate on the fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, man. Do you, do you, did you hear anything? You can hear like these remnants of people that you think you know. Like you hear a girl scream your name or something and you're like, who is that? Is that my sister? Is that my cousin? Whatever. Yeah, definitely you heard your sister, I'm sure. I think so. I'm not allowed <laughs> my sister, man. And then like, I don't know, man. I heard a few of my boys shout shit, but I couldn't tell because it was all like, some pirate fucking screams like yeah fuck him up cut him yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. i went a little bit out of voice because in the beginning me <laughs> yeah, and today everyone's got fucking so funny yeah. from shouting yeah me or your dad as well yeah <laughs> they're crazy right? and i was yeah your brother as well he was i yeah, was like right right worried. next to him and we were both like yelling at the same time it was fun it was very fun but it's like do you feel like it helped you when people is like cheering for you or you, it's like Honestly, whatever. It makes no difference. Doesn't? Yeah. If anything, I don't know. I'd, I'd quite like to fight where you're not the hometown guy. You just go to get a job done. You go there, you just come out to fight like a smash and grab. Yeah. I, I, I think I prefer that than having like, you're the hometown guy, everyone's on your side. It's like added pressure, pressure. Yeah, I don't mind pressure. In a way. But it's not that you feel the pressure. It's just like, it's a little annoyance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to, you have to um, consider that, like you hear stuff and you're like, oh, that's my people. They're in the crowd. They're here to see me win. Yeah, like you have to yeah. go through some like thinking process. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being completely yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. It's like distract, distracting saying, oh, a bit. There's no one here that I need to think about other than this guy I'm fighting. But you think like it could give you like a push? I don't know. I don't feel it. At some that. point, like if you yeah, on the third round, like and you don't affect me. I used to be so superstitious. I used to be superstitious about shit like that. Oh, should I walk? Should I wear this? Should I wear that? This mouth guard. Should I do this fucking ritual? Uh, yeah, me, me. Uh, um, sometimes you know, it's like stronger than me. Not, I don't believe really in any superstition or anything. But yesterday, especially, like, I was feeling like such great vibes all day. Yeah. And then that thing that happened with Ferdinand that i told you oh yeah yeah that was crazy so pretty much to just sum it up I, i talked to this guy our friend and i asked him for george's brother address so then he gives me the address and i'm in london center and london is huge and i start walking and it says one hour and a half i walk like half an hour and i'm i just like fuck it i'll call a uber because i'm in like a weird neighborhood yeah. anyway you know i start seeing like brothers coming and stuff and i'm like <laughs> middle of nowhere like fucking let me just get a uber and I get, i'm trying to look for the uber and this guy ferdinand that gave me the address walks out starts calling me and he's outside of his building so like just by chance on the same day that you're gonna fight that's crazy i'm on the way and he was gonna meet me at your brother's too that's crazy so then there was just like that's such a crazy that's coincidence yeah, it's yeah, like yo yeah. fuck, this means this means Something's like gonna happen, yeah, yeah. And then we went to your brother and we were there the whole time. He had these three little Jack Daniels. I think we killed it. I think it was five liters, a five liter bottle of Jack Daniels. Was it five? Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? It looked like a prop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think we killed it. 
just with sparkling water. Fuck that, that's disgusting. That's what they do in Thailand. They drink whiskey with like sparkling that was soda actually, water. That was actually my idea. Bro, because I like it. It's disgusting. You don't like it? Nah, man. Whiskey with when sparkling water is good. I'm a fairy. Bro. I like sweet shit. Yeah, I know. I, I remember. I drink it for the sugar, bro. I remember. But yeah, whenever I'm in a club or a bar, I go to the, the fucking bar and I order and they're like, oh, is this for your sister? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. Malibu and Coke. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we were at the club and you asked for like a Malibu and pineapple or some shit. I'm like, what are you, are you really going to drink that? I'm not a drinker. Fuck. Everyone in my family, they all smoke, they do drugs, they drink. I'm the only one who's like, nothing. Yeah, this, your, your guys was all drinking this NSC uh, with lemonade. Oh, man, that's we call that the troublemaker. Yeah, man. Some of my boys who I won't name, <laughs> like, they can't drink that unsupervised. Bro. Someone's getting knocked out. <laughs> I got so drunk. <laughs> my boy who was with us all day today with the tattoos. Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whenever he drinks more than three or four Hennessy lemonades, Someone's getting knocked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a blast, man. There was a lot of people, and it's it's nice that we could all like just stay together yeah, in the same that's parts. That's how it is. I mean, I came to London once this year in August for like three days. Other than that, I haven't spent time here in the last year since I moved to America. So coming back for this two weeks before the fight, seeing everyone, and it was nice, man. And then today after the fight. I was loose with my plans. You saw last night, I said, guys, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up, call me, come and meet me, and then um, we'll spend the day, we'll just have lunch, whatever. And everyone came out, man. There was a bunch of us today, just out all day. Yeah, we were like 14 people the yeah, whole nice, day, man. walking around. We walked so much, we got so much stuff done. We went to this winter wonderland. Yeah, winter wonderland. We went for a fish Had and chips. Had the games a bit, huh? Yeah. Fuck they're, they're fucking con men at them fucking yeah but um, how much money did you melt there i don't know just in every <laughs> game win, every game playing like 20 30 pounds knock over those fucking cans man the cans was the only one that i think yeah. it wasn't rigged he said i broke the record anyway he said no one's ever won twice in one game i was like well you think there's any way to rig that one i don't know what they do they weight the fucking cans or they put magnets on the bottom i don't know yeah some of them are bullshit it could be. But I want three teddies, but I can't even take them to America. I just yeah. put them away. Yeah. No space in my suitcase, man. Yeah, I, I, I probably I could have room, but it's like, I don't even know if my girl gonna appreciate a big ass teddy, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But it's, uh, it was fun. I feel like that's one of the things that I really like to do is like link people up that yeah, I know yeah. they were like some dudes that I know that's gonna have the same interest or like the yeah. same kind of vibe. I like to connect them out. feel like you are re really good at that. Yeah, bro. Me and my brother, everyone says that. We're like the gel. We connect so many different types of people. Because we, we, just the way we grew up. We grew up in London, but we're like, we're many different cultures. We know people from many different backgrounds, man. That's what we do. We link people together. So yeah. Our friendship group is like so many different people, different countries, and it all crosses over. It's crazy. I forget sometimes, bro. Sometimes I see two people that I know that met through me and they're doing their own thing and I'm like, they know each other? I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. They yeah. Know me, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. I love that, man. I, I felt this. I felt mm. that with like everybody that I met today yeah. and yesterday and all that and since and when I got here, that like, I could, I, it could have been dudes that I've met before and yeah. I'm meeting again, you know? It's good because as a group, we're like one big chameleon. 
like we could like a few of us speak Portuguese yeah so we could go somewhere where there's a Portuguese place where or whatever do you know what I mean we can fit in anywhere a lot of the guys they're hood guys guys are smart guys are fashionable so together we can all kind of like we're like chameleons we can just go anywhere it's, it's, it's nice man yeah it was it was really good to to be here and uh to go around with you guys doing all those things it was very it, it, it was just laughing the yeah. whole time yeah. just like good fun we never fun. have enough time though man good fun too soon. yeah you're too busy true I always feel like you don't stay enough yeah la last time was well yeah well, it was the same it's yeah. like because me I can take like a weekend off with like this this actually I took the Friday and the Monday yeah. but yeah it's hard to just stay yeah that's good though at least you have that freedom yeah i can take that a little like weekends i can always take and then i can attach a little bit like friday monday or whatever but by next year maybe i'm gonna have a little bit more freedom or at least if not next year the year after because yeah. that's the goal right it's yeah. like exactly. not to be stuck on a monday to friday exactly man seven to three that's the great thing about fighting though like if as long as you have good places to train you can travel and train anywhere yeah so it's good I mean I have my gym that I train at in the States but I, I love to travel so I you mean, do a lot of that right like you yeah. go around yeah, yeah I travel a lot but I know where I'm gonna train and stuff so it's good you plan ahead yeah I'll message the guys I know there and I'm like oh I'm gonna come and train while I'm there I love that shit man for me that's, that's what I love about in my life traveling food training that's it pretty much yeah, what was the best experience you had, like, going to some other place and went on a gym? For me, I like variety and polar opposites. Like, I used to go train in Sweden, and I liked that in the cold weather, running in the snow. I had friends there. And then as well, I liked, I went to Thailand a lot. I've been to Thailand a bunch of times. I've spent so many months and months and months there, training there in a more tropical environment, striking, Thai boxing. Just traveling around like and switching it up. That's what I like. Going to hot tropical places, going to cold snowy places, dry places, wet places, whatever. Yeah. That's what I love, just the variety. Yeah, all that variety. Yeah, man. But in America, you get all that in America anyway. It's such a big country. Yeah. Like, yeah. So You're big into going like to boxing gyms and stuff like classic yeah, yeah, boxing yeah. gyms. And I really got into that a lot into boxing. I don't know why. I feel like that's quite cliche. Guys get into boxing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like boxing, man. But it's like, oh, are you a fan also? Like, you do you know like old matches by heart? Yeah, and all yeah, of that? yeah, yeah, bro. I'm a bit controversial because like everyone loves Ali. I'm not an Ali fan at all, bro. I watch his fights. I think he's like so overrated and hyped up. <laughs> That's such like, a such me. a you thing. Yeah, to don't <laughs> at me. bro. Anyone listening, just go and watch Ken Norton against Ali. He beat the shit out of Ali, like. Ali's a great boxer. I just don't think he was the greatest of all time. He's not in my top 10. You know what okay. I mean? But then again, I'm a huge Tyson fan. Massive Tyson fan. Because I share the same birthday as Mike Tyson. Oh, you do? Yeah, June the 30th. I fucking love Tyson. I have so much Tyson memorabilia. Are you a fan of like the attitude or like it really as a fighter? I don't all? know, just him. Because I know, like I've watched so many interviews of him and his life story and stuff. He's such like a sensitive, introverted person. Yeah. But then for him to also be in the sport of boxing, the polar opposite and be this absolute destroyer, I just find that 
that kind of balance crazy but at the same time certain people are like yeah but he's a convicted rapist <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> honestly bro I have so much memorabilia of like posters and rookie cards and figurines I love Tyson one day when I build a house and have a man cave it's gonna be mostly Mike Tyson Mike Tyson stuff I just love Mike Tyson yeah he's the fucking man to me yeah that documentary that he's narrating is the best yeah he's pretty good that. no I think it's HBO is it an old one and he's like starts crying on the interviews and stuff I don't know if it's that old but it's just like he's mostly he's in like his living room speaking and he's like the camera is really close to his face yeah I think I've seen that it's pretty and good he gets emotional yeah he's such a tough guy he's, he's like <laughs> yeah he's like I, I, I don't even like to think about those things anymore that's crazy bro he, he's a legit there's not there's not a lot of people that I mean I've been in rooms with all types of people in my life dangerous guys and all this shit there's only a few people that like when they walk in a room you're like oh shit like this there's a dangerous guy and I think he's one of those guys when I, there's a guy in New York a friend of the guy I trained uh, boxing with at Mendez and uh, he told a story about when he was young he was hanging out with all these boxers because he just started as a professional boxer and he said Mike Tyson was there one night and they, they went out to a club or whatever and guys were drinking and Mike had a few drinks and um, he went to shake the kid's hand and the kid shook his hand and he didn't let go. Mike Tyson was just shaking his hand, looking at him. And a few guys had to like separate and go, all right, Mike, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they told the kid, look, bro, I think you remind him of someone from Brownsville where he grew up. Yeah, um, so he's like stuck on you like, now. You better get out of there because he's had a few drinks. And the kid was like, what? And they're like, bro, Yeah. So like, <laughs> Mike's a crazy guy. Imagine what he'd do, but. Is he gonna knock a guy out, rape a guy? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, like yeah. an unstable guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I t- uh, we all have like the, the or at least I I do also from my hometown those type of characters that you yeah. know like is like steroid guys like on the <laughs> edge, real fun, real clowns. But at some point they can just snap and like, yeah, what the fuck are you laughing at? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. why are you even Bro, looking I'm from at London, me? There's a million guys, there, like, <laughs> crazy fucking guys. You just yeah, they just just switch. like you're having good fun and then just just switch on you. Mm-hmm. That's scary. But uh, you were saying about like guys that enter a room and you're like, whoa. But mm-hmm. you, we were also talking about the same thing not so long ago that you don't really get starstruck struck like that. And it's like sometimes you even see people that is like the actual main event. Yeah, I mean, in the and, uh, training, we've got, like, some of the best guys in the world, man. Yeah. We train at Hard Knocks in South Florida. And we have UFC champs, like, Bellator champs, One champs, X champs, Hall of Famers. Like, some of the best guys in the world. And you just train with these guys every day. They're just human, man. Yeah, you start it's getting used to them. You punch them in the face, you're like... And this is a belief of mine. Another controversial one. In MMA... I honestly don't believe that anyone is actually that good. <clears throat> I know that sounds crazy. Okay. There are a few guys who are that good. There's jo- the John Joneses, Khabibs, Cormiers, whatever. But they're not even that good. Like, you see holes in people's games. Khabib gets punched in the face, whatever. Like, But when you start to train with these guys and you punch them in the face. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no one's actually that good. We're all just humans. And that raises the question of like, I know... It's natural 
for men to fight. Yeah. Like cavemen probably had disputes and they fought. But I don't know if it's nat- biologically natural to be an MMA fighter. Like, I don't know if this is natural what we do. Like, training how we train, so regimented and competing in the in the way that we do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sometimes I think, oh, it's not that natural. Like, humans are prone to error, you know what I mean? And there's only so much that you can refine yourself, but you can't be perfect. I mean, I'm not saying that from a pedestal. I don't break myself at all, bro. Honestly, yeah. like, I say, I say to everyone, I'm like, me? Like, I'm mediocre. I'm just, I'm decent at everything. I just, I'm just not shook. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm not the quickest. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the smartest. I don't have the most skill. But you just got to kill me twice to finish me. Yeah. Yeah, bro, I'm just... Very hard to submit, you said. Yeah, yeah, very hard to submit. <laughs> exactly, shout out to very hard to submit. You, you think, like, there is there any guy in That's MMA... No, in MMA, that yeah. will like actually make you ask for a picture. Some guy that you don't know. I'm not talking about you, like it a would gym buddy. Someone who's like, who's like funny, like a fat guy who who I like or something. Like, I don't know, someone like Derek Lewis. Yeah. <clears throat> But not someone out of stardom. It's just a human. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like all like big fan culture. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, someone who's funny. Who I think it would be funny. Like I always say, if I saw Colby, because Kamaru's a training partner at yeah. the gym, he's a teammate, I always say, because sometimes in my area where I live in Florida, Colby supposedly goes into the... Always that? I always say, oh, if I saw Colby, I'll take a selfie with him, but then I'll be like, these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Or I'll do a video and I'll be like, just hear my man Colby, he's about to get fucked up. <laughs> in December. Yeah, but other than that, I don't know. No, not really. Like the... Colby is like that's a character right yeah 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 he puts that on complete like, character right but if he's gonna get paid from it what you can't knock the guy's house yeah off. it's true though yeah he's doing his thing I kind of like how's he any different from like one of these Kardashian sisters I lose track of them yeah 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 true 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 yeah true it's no different it's like, no but it's the hustle it's nice when they find like another shtick different than like the conor mcgregor one yeah, yeah because yeah. that's so cringe yeah when like all MMA, mma fighters decided that yeah. that's the way to go uber confident and just yeah like that's the way to go i'm just talk everyone i don't know man but i find it equally cringe when people are like over humble yeah yeah that's crazy like just be yourself just be fucking whatever like me i'm kind of just uninterested i'm just like feel nothing about the game i'm not like one of these guys like Especially training in America with the wrestling culture. A lot of guys wrestled and they're ingrained with this competitive nature. And yeah, good for them. Like, they go out, they win a lot of fights. They, they want to win, they want to compete. But for me, I'm from a different kind of background. I, I wasn't brought up like that, like wrestling in school. Like, we don't wrestle in England in school. Yeah. In school in England, you're just trying to fucking get out of school. <coughs> you're faking a sick note you're trying to fucking escape from the fucking school climbing over the fences yeah in America they're like in the wrestling room like I will be a champion it's my destiny for me I find that a little bit cringe I'm like bro I don't even give a fuck do you know what I mean I fight because I can't fucking sing <laughs> yeah that's about <laughs> it you know what I mean do uh, porn or fight yeah like what am I gonna do I can't sing I can't fucking paint so that's just it yeah true I just got a fat head. 
How did yeah. how, how did you start? Was it jujitsu or? I started with jujitsu. Yeah, I started with jujitsu. I won a few tournaments, um, and then naturally you progress into MMA. But I mean, I was fighting before that. I know everyone comes on your fucking show and they're like, "Yeah, you know, growing up, <laughs> used to getting a lot of street fights." Do <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, obviously in London you get in a lot of fights yeah it's a bit different yeah yeah and it's like real shit but um yeah I, when people ask me that like younger guys sometimes ask me like how many street fights you had I'm like bro I don't know like a thousand bro because you also you were doing door right yeah yeah working on the doors as well boy so many but I don't even always count them in London sometimes it's not even your fault if you're just from an area you're automatically enrolled into this beef with another area. Yeah. Some guy just sees you, he's like, oh, you're from there. You're like, what the fuck, man? I'm just fucking going to school. You know what I mean? So that's how it is, but you just have to get a crack in. I was, uh, I was talking <laughs> with, your, with your guy today about how did, uh, did it start all of this knife uh, thing? Yeah, oh, in London, knife. Yeah, knife. because he was talking about like the old days where yeah. you would have a boxing ring in the back of the pub yeah, and then... Yeah. The guys get into like uh, some disarrangement and mm. they would just go and fix it in the boxing ring and he was telling me like yeah that's the way it's supposed mm. to be that's the way uh, yeah i don't know man i've heard on joe rogan before they were t he was talking about it and saying it's crazy because the murder rate in london overtook new york and he was like and it's with fucking knives and to him like it's illegal to have a knife in london to carry a knife around now and in america they're like what the fuck the guy guys carry a knife every day in their pocket yeah in case they want to fucking eat an apple he's like what do you mean you can't carry a knife because yeah in london people are fucking killing each other man and there's no honor they'll just come up behind you and just fucking stand by and paralyze you forever yeah fuck did you see the video on whatsapp the guy just stabbing the girl oh i've seen some crazy in front of the police i'm in some gnarly fucking group chats bro. yeah yeah same fuck yeah, man. it's scary the shit from like mexico brazil yeah oh, but that was man. london the That's video the guy was I've like seen shit in real life in london man yeah yeah bro it's crazy the guy uh, the crazy was like in front of the police you know the police he was there and he, the guy just went like he stabbed her. the police in london don't really do anything man they'll probably run like a civilian would yeah yeah they're they're, they're really unqualified yeah your guy was telling me like it could be that people is also insecure you know and everybody want to be a tough guy but like no not everybody knows how to fight yeah that's and crazy i don't understand that like especially working in clubs and shit running clubs seeing how eager guys are to fight they think that they have this primal yeah thing like me i can't play tennis i would never challenge someone to a tennis match but guys who can't fight they think somehow naturally they're they're gonna have this yeah, yeah, yeah. instinct and be able to fight yeah just like and the I've confidence gonna be enough i've seen people get hurt because they think they can fight and i'm like you can't man Do you know what i mean there's levels but you get it like you must meet guys who don't train jiu-jitsu and they're like oh jiu-jitsu doesn't work choke me i'm like you idiot yeah that's gay I, I can choke a black belt who's who's trained for 10 years who's tried who knows what he's doing and he's yeah. trying to stop me. What, what do you think is going to stop me choking you, you fucking idiot? Yeah, that's the craziest. It's like, for instance, my brother, for example. Mm. He's like a 20-year-old kid, you know. Like, he, 
he doesn't know better than that but of course like he's he like it is he he draws and stuff yeah but then when i'm telling him like yeah you're getting fat just go train like there's there's like some gracie academy in my neighborhood you know like go there train it's like yeah no but that's gay you know fucking you guys going there hugging each other on the floor like the most cliche thing you know but then he's the kid with the most road rage you've ever seen he's like yeah i'm going there i'm saying you yeah, go in there, you're gonna do what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stop, bro. What you the fuck? Shit, bro, the funniest story I can tell you. I was at this party once, yeah. And uh, it was a guy, he, he trained in the same gym that my academy is in. He just go and punched a bag, and he was like, this, I think it was ninjutsu, ninjutsu, okay. or something like that. He was a ninjutsu guy. And um, we're at this party, and he's like, man. You know, my professor, his whatever, my master, they invited him to the UFC one, but it was too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he said he couldn't show his techniques because he'd kill people, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing techniques. And I was like, okay, bro, why don't you come and do jiu-jitsu with us one day? He said, I can't, you know, because... Oh, he might kill somebody. He said, I might kill someone, yeah. He did? And then... Um, no, no, we're sitting at this party. Uh, and we're uh, like, uh, uh. Bro, I think uh, I was like, "What would happen if we fought?" Someone asked him because we're sitting, we were sitting on the couch like this, and there's girls there trying to impress him. Someone asked the guy, "What would happen if you and G fought?" He's like, "I would rip his spine out of his body," or something. He said something like that, some fucking Bruce Lee shit. I would rip his throat out of his body, and um, the guy who asked him said, "Bro." I think G would just punch you in the face and you would curl up <laughs> yeah. and then you'd punch you in the face and more. Yeah, and I was like, bro, you know, h- how would you do that? Am I just going to stand there and let you rip my throat out of my... I'm going to punch you in the face. And um, I think I have a voice recording somewhere over it. I have to send it to you. You can put it on the show. It's fucking hilarious, but people are deluded. Yeah. He says he has these techniques which he can't show because to show them he'd have to kill someone. So in theory, he's never practiced them. No. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it is one of the craziest claims. Man, those guys are just... Have you seen the Aikido Vichy Jiu-Jitsu video? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The guy with the long hair. Yeah, he's like, time out. Time out, yeah. Time out. I think everyone should grapple, man. Especially girls, not for the reason that most men give as a cliche for why women should train, but it's just to get them familiar with having a sweaty man or whatever on top of them, a beard. They get so used to that interaction that, God forbid, if they did experience any man like that putting themselves on them. They they could at least like just... Yeah, because I think that's the major thing is that they're so shocked by the initial interaction of having someone breathing in their mouth, someone up close and personal. But if you train jiu-jitsu, that's so normal. Yeah, someone's pushing their head into your head, they're fucking trying to choke you. Um, So you get so used to that. And you know what the most, um, the biggest uh, proof of that is? It's like, think about with feet in jiu-jitsu. Like normally in my normal life, I wouldn't just let someone put their feet on me. I'd think, oh, that's disgusting. True. Yeah, but when you're on the mat, it's like you grab a guy's feet, you fucking turn his foot, you push his foot away, his foot goes on your neck and your face. Yeah, it's just become so normal. Yeah, that's true, it becomes normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's a, a mate. With self defense, that's a big part of jujitsu. 
is becoming accustomed to that interaction, being body to body with someone. Yeah, I think that's what these, to bring that full circle to all this knife crime and youth and shit. I was gonna say that. That's what kids need, because really that's, they're lacking that interaction. Really they need their deadbeat dad to give them a hug. So they can go to jujitsu, get a hug from a guy and they can get the same fucking endorphins, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see that a lot. That That's a big one for me, talking about um, Ferdinand. Yeah. Like, I knew him when he was a kid. In, in our area, we used to go to the same youth center, which is where kids hang around. Yeah. We used to play table tennis. When he was like 10, play table tennis with him. And I didn't see him for years. I grew up. One day he walked in a jiu-jitsu gym. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing here? He said, man, I started doing jiu-jitsu because of you. Because you do jiu-jitsu. I was like purple belt at the time. Yeah, so like big bro for him. Yeah, and I was like, man, that's amazing. To like, And that's what these kids need to do, man. Come in a jiu-jitsu gym, yeah. And now he wants to spend all his time there. And then he's tired, he goes straight home. That's how yeah. it be, man. No time to hang around. Training or resting or working, that's it. Yeah, I feel I feel that way, and especially like these kids, they come to an age that it's like so important to make them humble yeah. a little bit, especially boys, mm-hmm. like 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. You've been there, I've been there. Yeah. It's like these kids, they think Jesus run the world. Yeah. And then it could be that just life humbles you yeah. or something drastic happens or mm-hmm. this or that. So like if you in jiu-jitsu... Yeah. It's gonna be guys submitting you. It's gonna be yeah, guys yeah, like giving 100%. you humility doses every day. I have the same with like humility this doses. this co- co- cousin of mine there in Oslo. He's like, I put him to jujitsu, you know, and Michael gave him a gi and all of that. Like he was, he was very excited about it, and he was go- going and going and going. But then, I don't know, he just fell off kind of, and he went back to football, which he loves and he's really good at it. And I even insist with his mom like, hey. Of course, he's gonna be good at football. Yeah. He's gonna feel like he's Ronaldo. He's playing with these like malnourished Somali kids, you know. He's gonna be a superstar, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's Portuguese. He's yeah. Skill, yeah. Yeah. So like, of course he's gonna shine, but that's not yeah. good for him yeah. because the kid is cocky as fuck, you know. Yeah. And it's like, there's no ends there. Yeah, like even though they paint this uh, east, west, whatever, yeah. Oslo is like, it's Oslo, you know. Yeah. But these kids, they have internet, you know. Yeah. They spend their days listening to London rap and wearing Canada oh, Goose and man. shit, you know. So it's like, the problems aren't there, mm-hmm. but they're trying to make it. Yeah. So I feel like for those kids, it would be so important to do like a sport yeah. where they... To be more, to be grounded. Yeah, like down to earth a little bit. Yeah, 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 brought back to reality. But in 2019, like, they blame a lot of this young male behavior on toxic masculinity. But like, there's more single mothers now than ever. The problem is the lack of masculinity. Like real men are gentlemen, real men. True. Yeah. True today to your homegirl, she was going down. I was like, ah, should I carry your luggage? And she's like, no, I got it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, let me carry it for you. No, I got it to school. I said, okay, I forgot it's 2019. Yeah, yeah 2019. You, you girls can carry on. Lack of masculinity. It's not too much masculinity. These kids aren't running around because they're too masculine. Because what is real masculinity is maturity. It's being a gentleman, yeah. Yeah. So it's a lack of masculinity. These kids don't have dads and shit. They don't have male role models. Yeah, so. And that's the, also the thing. When you know that you like you can be dangerous yeah. or whatever, like or you have the means to like yeah. submit somebody, 
you don't use take it, that back yeah. whatever or like you don't need to yeah, prove it power comes great responsibility yeah. it's kind of like you don't need to go around trying to prove to yourself yeah. that you can be a big boy yeah honestly since i've been fighting professionally i can't i don't i've hardly had any fights yeah like in the street because it, yeah it doesn't even interest me like sometimes i see a big huge guy and i'm like man i'd love to fight that guy but most of the time i'm like what am i gonna fight some guy on a road rage like yeah what, what's there's no challenge there this guy hasn't trained for me what is the test there yeah and you're fighting in a road rage big nuts yeah in in the states also you can get up just being killed yeah 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 in america you have to check yourself i'm just like blinders on this uh uh, reminds me of a story of this guy like also tough guy you know from lisbon tough guy you know small time like drug dealers and he was walking around he was driving this i think it was like a brand new polo or something and he was driving and there was like this big van cut him off you know so he just started like honking and shit and then one guy comes out and he just comes out the car you know one of those guys always ready you know like he'd never trained no never fought or anything but he was like always ready for a scrap he gets out the car and then it was like a construction van so the first guy came out and then like five more came out yeah. and he was already out the car what you gonna do yeah he took a beating bro, bro. he was disfigured Is that human <laughs> Fuck. That's a little humility dose. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn. You learn I, from those. Thank God. I've never really had the shit beaten out of me like that. I did. Yeah, that's one thing. Do you know what? In all of our fights and brawls that we've had, people always, like, someone always comes to us after and is like, yeah, next time you guys are going to be on the bad end and all this shit. And we're like, we're undefeated, yeah. man. <laughs> I don't know why we must be blessed. In the street fights, we never lose. <laughs> Always win. I had a rough one one time. You know Bajualto in Lisbon? No. This neighborhood where people drink and it's like uphill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, there's a lot of Brazilian dudes there. Right. And these Brazilian dudes coming straight from the favela, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like yeah. guys from like Elio neighborhood and all that. Like there's like small, like slums even. Yeah, yeah. I've with been there. with I've the been Brazilians, there. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like favelas in Lisbon. Yeah. I've seen that shit, bro. So. Crazy. One time I was like 16 and we was used to drink this Katembo, you know, it's like the big bottle, mm. the big five liter bottle of water. You empty out the water, then you take three liter of wine and two liter of Coke. You close it, you kick that bottle around to take out the... the yeah, the fizz. Yeah, and then that's your drink. Man. It's like some real cheap it's shit for, for teenager. It's yeah, yeah. prison shit. So we had some of that, but we were, we were not so drunk. We were waiting for the other guys to bring the other two bottles. Yeah. And they come by without bottles. I was like, yeah, what happened? Ah, these, these dudes, they just took it from us. I said, okay. But like, we're not going to do anything because, you know, like there's crazy people there. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, that shit costs like five euro, the yeah. whole total thing. So like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But this girlfriend of one of the guys, she's like, huh? who the fuck did that? You know, always a bitch, you know? <laughs> so she, she went there and she wants to get everyone killed bro me and her boyfriend we start going and we're thinking the other guys is coming but we're hanging out with a bunch of posh kids you know at that day me and the guy we're going to pick her we get there and you see all these brazilian guys surrounding her like uh, groping her oh, and shit fuck. and i'm like fuck what do we have here i look ba- back and it's just me and this guy so we say, her name was Yolanda. I say, yeah, Yolanda, get the fuck out of there. Let's go. 
because it was like 20 dudes, you know, and it's me and the guy. So we start going, but she grabs the bottle. Oh, no. I'm like, this bitch, we start running. They start throwing rocks. Fucking start no. throwing fucking bottles. Some Palestine shit. Yeah, bro. Start throwing shit, <laughs> man. They're savages. Bro, they're savages. And we start going. And then I see them both turning the uh, cutting the corner. And then as I turn the corner, I don't know why, because I was drunk. <laughs> I was feeling like, okay, I turned the corner, I'm good, you know. So I slowed down. <laughs> no. This guy come from behind and like like sweep me yeah. from my legs. <laughs> I fall. One of them step on my arm, the other one step on the other arm. And one of them like mounts me Fuck. and he starts grabbing these one liter bottles of beer empty and he smashes it on my head and I was like fuck he's gonna cut my face now I was so scared I was like yo what the fuck I was trying to get out luckily he wasn't that savage so he threw the remaining away yeah. he grabbed another one he broke like three of them on my head fuck. and then this bitch comes back swinging the fucking purse taking them from me so she ended up saving me Fuck it, no. it was so stupid then i didn't go hospital what did you get cut from? because i got cut all over my head Fuck in the back bro. i still feel like the lumps but it was like it was like 15 16. i didn't want to go sleep home full of blood so i told my mama i'm gonna stay at lucio and i stayed at my friend but I feel like, till this day, I feel like, oh, I should have probably went check what the fuck. <laughs> because <laughs> I got like three, four bottles of beer, thick fuck, ones. Man. That was a bit crazy. It's always gets you in trouble. Yeah, it is always a girl. Do you know or what? Or usually. When I, was in, um, I went to Providence, a friend of mine from Providence, Dominican guy. And they were, they were popping these bottles, yeah? Like we were drinking bottles of Remy or whatever they drink, these Dominicans. Yeah. And every bottle they popped, they, he would put it around the group of guys. And they would always do this on the bottle. And I was like, what is that? Are you like trying to get the fucking air out? And he's like, no, I'm reminding you, never lose your head over some ass. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it was sick, bro. That's a good one. I have to remember that one. That's a good never one. Never lose your head over some ass. Every bottle you bought. Yeah. I gotta say that to your boy Cole where he starts thinking about putting bills on uh, <laughs> <laughs> belly dancer. <laughs> bro, I didn't even know that belly dancers was coming out. Bro, that was nuts. I went to a Lebanese restaurant and fucking belly dancers started coming out. Oh, uh, shit. After the fight, yeah, we got, you booked that. You said, ah, we're going to go for some mixed grills yeah, and yeah, some, shisha some shisha and stuff. and some fucking Lebanese food. Fuck, we had a blast there. Yeah, that was a nice place. That was the British lounge. rap playing on the TV, yeah. blasting. The lounge vibe. The My hits. leg was up in fucking ice. That was good, the hits, yeah. and then the That's food comes. That's amazing, because it's so multicultural. It's like any type of food you want. You want to feel like you're in China, you go there. You want to feel like you're fucking somewhere Arabic, bam. Yeah. Everything, man. Yeah, that was a great night there. Yeah. I'm just thinking about what I'm going to eat tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck. I know, man. Yeah, you didn't order that Domino's. When, not, when I don't come to England for so long, I'm like, I start thinking about all the English stuff I want to eat. Fish and chips, pie and mash. You know about pie and mash? Yeah, I do, but I never actually had it here. Oh, fuck, man. Next and time. And we have no time now. You're going tomorrow. I'm going soon. <coughs> soon even. It's three now. I'm, I need fuck. to be up by seven, so yeah. I don't even know. I'm going to sleep Next like two hours. Pie and mash. Pie and mash. But I was looking around in the morning, but I, I guess those places, they only open at like one. Yeah. And it's dying out now. British cuisine is like, I mean, British cuisine isn't even a thing anymore. Yeah. But these places that they're, they're in working class neighborhoods they've been open for like a hundred years 
they're shutting down all the time. Yeah, it's sad. The, the people that go there, these old men, they die off slowly. No one goes there. Yeah. Unless you make some cool hipster fucking pie and mashup. Which place. ruins it. Yeah, like today we went for fish and chips in this fucking hipster place. And the, the staff are rude because like, oh, I'm not fucking hipster enough. Yeah. I'm like a real fucking Cockney Londoner and I just want fish and chips. And they're like, oh, like you're ruining our sit-down restaurant. Real fish and chip shop don't even have chairs like that. It's just a counter. You go in there, you get their food to take away. Yeah, I was talking to Daniel about that. Like, it that's bad for your culture because yeah. when you Google fish and chips, those are the places that, that pop come up. up. Yeah, because they, they pay for the marketing and yeah, shit. Yeah, of course. So they come up, and then it's like, it's shit. The food I'm, is shit. I'm torn about that. Like gentrification. I'm torn. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, fucking improve these neighborhoods. What the fuck? But then when like shit like that where I'm like, oh fuck, I'm one of the working class people who now gets treated differently going into this place. And that's my fucking culture that I'm raised with going to a fish and chip shop to get fish and chips. And now they treat me like I'm an outsider. Like, oh, you're not hipster enough to eat in this place in the fucking West End. <laughs> what? Fuck you. I, I actually... This is our food. <laughs> I love the like the, the the facade of these places, these pubs mm. with the black and the golden and all yeah, of that. Yeah. It's beautiful, but like you see that mostly, most of mm. them, you look inside, mm. and it's looking fancy as fuck. Yeah, it's like this is not how it used to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, I passed by a That's couple. Why you have to go and search out. You have to go further out now to these real working class neighborhoods. I passed by some some fancy ones, but it's like it's a bit a little bit too clean. Yeah. It's lovely. I love yeah, the yeah. golden. I saw one that was like a, a dog and a duck. Yeah. And it's like they made a sign out that is like golden and blue and you stuff. You wonder that now, how you're like, how can a place be too clean? But you're like, yeah, even I said that about the chips and the fish and chips. I said, man, this, this isn't greasy enough. It's not stodgy enough. This is like, this is too healthy to be real fish and chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the decoration, it's... Yeah. It is there, but it's br you see that it's brand yeah, new. That's so how I know I'm getting old, Diogo, because like I come back to London after a year, and I'm like, fuck, man, shit, shit's changing. Oh look, they rebuilt that. Oh, they fucking closed that restaurant. Yeah, like, fuck, man, I sound like my fucking dad. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah, so you have uh, some fight stories of your own. Oh, bro, so many, man, so many. For me, I don't know. I feel like. When you, today we spend the whole day with like friends of mine and shit. I don't really have any like loose acquaintances. All my friends, I've known them like years and years and years. So for me, I feel so relaxed because I know when I'm with them, if anything kicks off, like I got their back 100%. I don't yeah. have to think about it. Because there's times where you could be with guys, you're not even close to them. Maybe you meet some guys from work or whatever. And if you get into some drama, you're you like, don't know what to count with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but with these guys, it's like I feel so relaxed because I'm like, man, we're all leaving together. Whatever happens, like if we're leaving in a cab or in a fucking ambulance, we're gonna be yeah. together. So yeah, with that, I think that gives us that attitude. But we've had crazy fights, but it's it's hard. My Danny, he's like my best friend. He's got a short, short fuse. Like me, I have a bad temper. But I don't have a short temper. Do you know yeah. the difference? I have the longest temper, bro. Honestly, if it's just me, you could spit in my face, slap me in the face, I'll just turn the other cheek. But um, if I do lose my temper, then I'm like a bull in a china shop. Yeah. I just fucking go crazy. But Danny, like, 
he don't train any he doesn't train boxing or jiu-jitsu or anything he's like a bodybuilder type guy yeah, yeah he's just a savage though I, when i introduce him to people who train i always say this is danny he's a black belt in eye gouging <laughs> he is bro yeah like there's an actual skill to eye gouging like the way he can fucking locate an eye in a fight bro that guy's got the accuracy yeah but there's even been times that we had this fight with these brazilian guys we were at a brazilian party in london yeah and it was like a huge garden pub place a lot of people like 500 people there and there's funk playing lights and shit strobe lights <coughs> and you know how brazilian guys are bro yeah they all think they're fucking helio gracie like they, these guys don't even train but they just they think they're like the king of the fucking whatever they're the, they think they're the toughest guys in the world and this one guy had a chain on i remember and i said to the guys because they were like starting to be like put their chest out i said bro just don't do it man trust me i'm telling you he's gonna poke your fucking eyes out i <laughs> <laughs> bro this guy started the fight Danny gouged him in the eye, and then after his eye, bro, if you ever see someone get gouged in the eye, instantly the eye fucking turns to a tomato. Like the eyes are so quick to react, they're so sensitive. Yeah. It's like a fucking testicle in your. Yeah, eye. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. thing. Bro, the eye turns to like a fucking tomato in five seconds. And after I said to him, man, I told you. I tried to warn you, bro. Now you can't fucking see. Who knows how long that eye's gonna be fucking busted out? Um, yeah just so many fights man but it's always like after when you look back at the crazy shit my brother is a is a savage as well and he's not that trained he has this thing bro I don't know what it is about his muscles like he should have been a sprinter yeah. his fast twitch fibres he can throw 50 uppercuts in like a fucking second he grabs a guy by the shirt and he's like <laughs> he's like a piston yeah. the way he fucking punches bro I'm embarrassed to say I fight professionally. My brother has more knockouts than me in the fucking yeah. street, bro. He knocks people the fuck out. But you always need that guy there who like saw it all. Then after he tells you what happened, even though you were in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he was yeah, there yeah. last night. You know my friend Ryan. He was um he was sitting on the end when we went to the Lebanese place. He had the baseball cap on, black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always the guy. He sees everything. And he's so observant. He he tells you about the whole fight in detail. Once we had this fight in a club in the city. And he said to me, my brother had blood all over his hand. After, and I said, what happened? And Ryan said, bro, there was a guy standing right in front of me. Your brother punched him. The guy's face exploded. <laughs> I said, what the fuck? His nose must have burst. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, bro, his head exploded. And then he disappeared. He just fell into his clothes, like, but the way he described it was like the guy disappeared. My brother just punched him once, knocked him out, and the guy just dropped like a sack of potatoes. But the way he said the guy, his head exploded and he disappeared, like in thin air. Crazy. Man. Like he vanished. Bro, we've had some crazy brawls, man. We've had fights at the back of, um, of boxing shows. We had a huge fight once where we walked into a dressing room and got attacked in a small room with tables and chairs. <coughs> Those are the crazy ones, man, because you're like, you're looking around, there's like chairs and fucking radiators and... Yeah, what can you use? Yeah, but some somehow we're always lucky, man. We always win. I don't know how. It's crazy. You're, you're talking about your brother, he's like 
Probably one of like the most naturally funny guys I've ever came across. So funny, man. He's hilarious, bro. Without even trying. I know. I know. He's a peculiar guy, though, bro. Like, he has <laughs> no teeth. He smoked since he was like 10, 11 years old. Okay. Yeah, he's been smoking since then. Drinking since he was like 14. He has no teeth. The guy's in his 20s. He's a fucking pirate. He's a real life pirate, bro. He's a fucking savage, that kid. When people see him, they're like, what the fuck, guy? Right? Yeah. He's a different level of guy. He can just sleep anywhere. He yeah, he was sleeping right there. Sleeping on the floor today, yeah. <laughs> with, uh, with this small teddy under the. Under yeah, he the can <laughs> sleep anywhere. In the airport, he can just sleep on the floor, like, out cold. He's crazy. Sometimes he says to me, you know what? I might go to jail. I just want to rest my head a little bit. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, I know where all my meals are coming from. Man. Nah, he's hilarious. And he makes good music as well. Yeah. He's a good guy to have with you as well in a fight. <laughs> My brother's a pit bull. Such a savage, yeah. I was, a I was asking him today because we, me and Danny were talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, what's your favorite favorite uh, go-to move. move? And he's like, what? When I'm fucking or when I'm fighting? <laughs> <laughs> he's a porn star, bro. He's shredded all year round. That guy... <laughs> like his diet people ask they meet him they're like what supplements do you take he's like what that guy wakes up like 4pm in the afternoon he eats a pack of cookies smokes a spliff and then fucking don't eat again till the next day he's got a fucking 10 pack jacked arms he's fucking huge I don't know how that's genetics man he's got those genetics yeah that's savage me and him got some funny stories man as well even I remember when we were young once we were on vacation somewhere in Cyprus or something we fucked these two chicks in the same room me and our brother okay yeah I can't remember one of us had the ugly one but I can't remember that that me, it was you I don't know the way you're saying, saying it that, the way you're telling it, it the way you're telling it I think Man. it was you <laughs> he's a savage my brother sweats so much as well and he's fucking I swear, I'm sure I've caught him a bunch of times fucking he's so sweaty Funniest guy, man. He should actually have done porn. Hundred <laughs> percent, like that was his calling in life. Yeah, we were talking about I said all to him that. Once, once we went to Amsterdam, went to a sex show. They have like live sex shows in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, but it's very like casual. You go, you buy a ticket, like in a movie theater. You sit there and you see these fucking people on a rotating bed. They're having sex. I said to my brother, "You should go do that, man." You're shredded because the guys they have are like short fat guys. Yeah. You should do that. That's your calling. He'd be awesome at that. Yeah, I remember that video where he's like fucking the, the Jiu Jitsu doll. <laughs> yeah. That fucking was the Jiu Jitsu doll. The dummy. Yeah, the dummy. <laughs> he's so fucking. Funny, Everybody man. was commenting. He's the only guy who can make me ghost bust. We call it ghost busting when you laugh and your soul leaves your body when you go. <laughs> <laughs> he always makes me do that. He's fucking hilarious, man. He's hilarious. He was showing us this GTA, you know, the GTA Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's showing us the garage. And he's like, yeah, okay, this is the the Beamer level. And then he's going up, this is the Audi. Now pay attention, this is the Mercedes. And then he's like, guys, I spent 32 days of my life <laughs> playing this game. I saw on the stats, so the only reason I did that is so I can, I can flex on my friends, so you better take this in <laughs> like pay attention <laughs> he was like ranked on that game in like the top 50 in the world or some shit I'm not a console guy I tell people man 
I don't waste time playing consoles. I started getting girls when I was young. I was like, <laughs> I don't own, I haven't owned a console in years, man. Yeah, me, I played very, yeah, very like casually, like no. I was, when I got girls young and I was just, I was into girls when I was young, man. chasing them. Well, by, by the way, talking about more savage shit, like Murdad, I'm sure you oh, have some guy. stories. Oh, really. fuck, that reminds me, I need to FaceTime him. He FaceTimed me last night. I need to call him. I keep telling him I'm going to call him back. I think he's out in LA. That guy is the fucking, the fucking, he's hard to keep up with for the savage shit. Sometimes he catches me off guard and I'm a guy who's like, I'm always ready. Sometimes I'll be in the car with him and he'll heckle someone on the side of the street and I'm not even ready I'm like fuck I have to put my fucking head down bro show me a ball yeah I'm like shit no it's always do you know what he does though he ain't a cock block he's not a player hater mm. like he'll see a guy and a girl he wants to help the guy out yeah he's like suck his dick <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the guy's cheeky mostly they're scared but sometimes the guy's like She's about to. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, good. <laughs> but sometimes, bro, he stops the fucking car. He doesn't do a drive-by. He stops the car. He's like, yeah, suck his dick. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? I remember that. I remember remember when I brought Tiago last year. Yeah. And he, he didn't I know. Yeah, he didn't know him at all. But Tiago, he has the same style of humor, but he's like a calm guy. He's not even on Insta, yeah. you know. He's like Quiet one. Guy. He's one of those guys. He has like. Uh, he, he's probably gonna listen to this, but he has like a joint account with his girl that he doesn't use. She uses, you know. So like he, he didn't even know that I had a meme page or whatever, and he didn't know my dad at all. So when you guys driving us to the fights last year, and first time he did some shit like that. He opened the window, he's like, yeah, suck his dick. So <laughs> Tiago was like, he, he exploded laughing in the back. He was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> they started talking about his uncle's dick and stuff. Oh my God. It's so funny. Sometimes it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, oh my God, this guy. Because sometimes he does it when you're in a place that you can't leave. Yeah. It's not like you're driving past someone and he says something in the window. <laughs> Sometimes you go in somewhere and he says something to a, a waitress or something and you're like, now we have to sit here for an hour wondering if the police are going to come. Yeah, exactly. Fucking reported you exactly. for harassment. Yeah, that guy's a savage, man. Honestly. Have you ever seen his mixtape? No. His highlight video. I have it. I can uh, show you I'm after not sure. this. I have a highlight video of his highlights. Yeah. Of his greatest accomplishments. Yeah, man. Some hidden camera shit. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know if we can leak that. Nah. We can leak it on the page because it's like... Maybe we put some wall on Patreon or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some explicit shit. But even he's talked me into some crazy shit. Proper, like, he has a young cousin. We won't name him. Have you heard this story? <laughs> I think he told this story. But then he asked me not to put it out. Oh, fuck. So we can't tell it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he, he won't check the... No, no. I think he, he did tell... Uh, I did publish it, yeah. I did. Yeah. But he also didn't say the name of the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he it was like... Like, that's why I like murder, because he's a team player. You're sitting there, it's a Saturday night. He's like, you know what? I want my boy to get his dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 
but I think that's kind of him shying away from himself as well. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a little, he's a funny guy, man. It's but he has this thing, he likes to watch other people fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> he always says that. I want to watch your cheeks clench. I want to watch you. I want to watch you. It's I want to watch your toes curl. Watch your toes curl, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I guess everybody getting into fo- uh, feet fetish. Here, yeah. yeah, here in the London. Last few days, I keep hearing that. Everyone's talking about feet. Did you see that? Ferdinand and your brother showing each other is their, their favorite girls on Insta with feet. the, and then Ferdinand shows one, and your brother's like, whoa, 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 what's her handle? <laughs> what's her handle? I gotta <laughs> follow. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even see the face. <laughs> Fucking freaks. I don't know. They go straight for the feet. Don't get me wrong. I like it. Like a woman, if I find a woman attractive, I want her to have nice feet. Yeah. But the, the, some of the feet they like is like troll feet, like these short little fat feet. I'm like, yeah, Ugh. yeah. They have to be tiny as well. My brother has this thing about feet that are like <laughs> size three. So I don't know what that is in the European, <laughs> but it's like anything over that is a big foot to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Weird guy. Nah, feet. For me, as long as you don't have fucking fungi, toenail, uh, this athlete's f- foot oh, and shit, God. then we're good. <laughs> but I, I, I don't really have a foot thing anyway. Sometimes my brother, like, if someone sends a hot chick to the group chat, he'll zoom in on the feet, yeah? And he'll do, like, he'll put all these lines and measurements and say, no, no, the proportions are wrong. <laughs> She's not. She she she's no good. Feet shaming. Yeah, feet shaming. I've seen him, my brother, in the club. Say to a girl, "Let me take your your, take your shoes off." Seriously. Yeah. Once, yeah. This is the funniest thing. He said to a girl, "Take your shoe off," and he went like this. He put his hand in between her toes, and then he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah. I swear, I'll never forget it. The way he bent down, he was like, you know, like. Rubbing a flower like, to get a scent. He was like, yeah. so funny, "Oh, that's bro. nasty, bro." The guys are free, bro. My brother, because he's been single for years now, and um, recently he said to me, "Oh man, I must have overtaken you now," because I was sexually active quite young. Yeah, I was like eleven. Yeah, eleven. My brother was quite a late bloomer because he was like smoking a lot of weed hanging out with friends who wasn't so much interested but wait a minute what do you mean 11 you're not even busting nuts at 11 do you know what the first time i had sex i couldn't even ejaculate yeah i didn't even have pubes yet bro i i remember what my dick looked like it was fucking tiny oh but did you get these little fucking boners but i couldn't ejaculate but were you like i had intercourse but i didn't come i remember the first time I think I was jerking off the first time I ever ejaculated in it. I remember it hurt. I think my first night yeah. hurt. Is that right? I got scared to come again. Like that Tim Dillon uh, sketch that he says. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen it? No? Yeah. It's the recent one where he's talking about the Disney guy. No, I haven't seen Some it. Some guy excited about Disney. I tried it. to listen to that in my weight cut and I just couldn't concentrate. Okay. I put the podcast on and I couldn't concentrate. But as the guy's talking about some guy that, oh, first time I came, it hurt, so I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I felt the same first time. I was, like, jerking off. Yeah. And I came and it was, like, so scary. Yeah, yeah. First uh, of all, I busted so hard. It went on, like, I was on I the bathtub. My first nut was a little bit see-through. It was, like... No, mine was, like, a shot. Mine wasn't bah. white though. Mine was like, I don't know, lemon drizzle. 
Oh, wow. It was like kind of see-through. When you mix that powdered sugar with water. Yeah, it was like painful. Yeah, to me too. Scary. In England, I was watching a show. The first night I ever bust it was watching a show called Real Sex. Yeah. It was this American show. They put it on Channel 5 late at night. I was jerking off to that. I can't remember what was on there. I used to jerk off to like the like the encrypted channels. That would be like, like a, this. Then have a 60 second trailer. No, 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 not at all. It was like you could hear the sound completely. Yeah. But the picture was like encrypted, like uh, going oh, up and down. Nice. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. You see some titties. You see this. You see oh. that. So that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know what I remember? I remember there was a website when the internet first came out. had like AOL dial-up. It was okay. awful, and it was before videos of porn. It was just pictures oh. on the internet. Crazy. Okay. It was something, the Hun's Yellow Pages or something, the Hun. I remember first time I saw, like, a pussy in, like, a real sexual way, like, open and stuff, <laughs> like a, a shaven man. pussy. Like It was scary. It, <laughs> yeah. it was, like, almost traumatizing like when you fuck. see a picture yeah, of that shit. Like, whoa. The blue planet when you see some deep sea fucking yeah, fishes. Like mouth. yeah, bro. Yeah, it was like fuck. Looking like predator's face. Yeah, but yeah. I still had that feeling of like, oh, I'm heterosexual. This is still attractive to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, like, no, I never thought it was repulsive. Like yeah, I don't yeah, want to. I put was like, fuck, that's ugly. I want to fuck that. <laughs> yeah, man, crazy shit. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I was just like. I was active. I was very sexually active. Yo, but 11 is crazy, bro. I know, I know. But the intercourse was like, I can't remember what. It was like nothing. But the girl was also like 11. Yeah, but I think she was like a year older than me. I think my dad was young. My dad said he's nine when he lost his virginity to a 16-year-old. What? He said it was like older kids in his neighborhood and they like were like, yeah, yeah, put your willy inside this girl. Crazy, right? that's a that's crazy yeah yeah your dad would have been a good guest just yeah, from oh, the, bit, a the little bit of the you know i have a i have a vhs tape of my dad yeah yeah my dad's name's, name is tom and it's it, the video is it has a sticker on it and it says tom and karen 1983 burn <laughs> him and this like redhead chick yeah it starts off they're just naked playing a piano like, he shut up the camera. Some artistic I mean? shit. Yeah, bro. And then, like, he fucks her on the piano, this redhead chick, and they, like, <laughs> turn this living room apart. I have that on a video, bro. A video of my dad fucking before I was born. When he's, like, 20. On some artistic shit. How with the piano that. intro and stuff. Such My dad's such a legend, bro. Crazy guy. My dad went to prison and shit. Yeah. So he's always woken up at, like, 4.30 a.m. or whatever time they used to get woken up. Always. And my dad always sleeps with like a vest and nothing, no underwear. A vest? Yeah, so he always wakes up in the night, like 4 a.m. with his eyes closed and he's got long hair, looks like Jesus. Going to the toilet with his fucking dick swinging <laughs> just with a vest on in like a sweaty fucking traumatic <laughs> nightmare going, oh, oh. He was That's telling. I grew up seeing my dad just always fucking sleeping in the nude. He was telling me today so funny he was telling me like yeah you know i can barely keep the women away from me <laughs> i said oh yeah you know what? sometimes he say, yeah i haven't showered in yeah three days Did he, he said that day? he said that the pheromones the pheromones they love it because he i was the one the first who said the word pheromones and his eyes shine <laughs> what i said 
he said My dad's because, such a joker, bro. because i don't i don't like shower or like i don't use soap or shampoo or deodorant so that's like and i said pheromones and he's like yes like, yeah fuck yes pheromones he's obsessed know? with that but my brother's turning into him so yeah my brother said the other day he's like i think i finally overtook you with girls and i was like no way because he's been active having his active like yeah period and then he's actually he's like let's sit then let's go through it and bro i was like thinking of the list in my head and i was like fuck I've slept with like 20, 25 women. I don't even recall the name. Yeah. I can't even remember their faces, bro. Yeah. That's fucking scary. Yeah. I'm I, just like that Asian chick that I fucked that night when I went to that bar after going to that gig with so-and-so. Yeah, but it's so and hard like, to keep fuck, a list, right? I can't right? remember anything. It's so hard to like remember yeah. all of them, even though it's not all of them. Because yeah. also me, I, I got a number also like from 20 to 30 but I can't really say for sure yeah, how yeah. many and you it's remember, like sometimes you remember chicks you're like oh yeah yeah out of the blue yeah but I can't remember that's crazy to think you can't remember the face of someone that you slept with yeah like if I saw them tomorrow I wouldn't even I'd be like you're familiar makes you think like of course that's not a tr like a, a problem on your day by day or yeah. anything but yeah. it makes me wonder like yeah what if I would have kept the list. True. You know, just for like memory aid. Yeah, memory aid. <laughs> because now I, I really yeah, no, don't. It's like you say. That back, that yeah. History, yeah. That's crazy. Which is whatever, but at the same time, it's your life, kind True. of. Thinking about my dad, there's been times my dad's caught me having sex because my dad raised us. Yeah. As a single dad, and there was times that <laughs> he would wake up in the night, maybe he'd hear a noise or something. We'd, maybe one of us would come back with a chick and I remember once he came to my room I had some chick bent over on a mattress <laughs> opened the door and it was in the dark and he was like we stopped mm. and, but he, I could hear he could probably hear me breathing going and he was like he leans into the dark room he's like son mm. I'm like dad <laughs> he's like <laughs> then he sees the light probably hit this chick's back or some shit he's like oh Sorry. Such a bro, man. So funny. Such a funny guy. Yeah. It's it's like I just landed yesterday and I'm leaving tomorrow. It was so it was fast. Quick, man. But so I said we need to go to a different city that none of us are from. Like we need to both go on a vacation somewhere, do some jujitsu, hit some restaurants, some sites. Then we can actually plan a real itinerary. Yeah. Because like today you see how it is, it's just like we just got, we went for a walk. It was eleven AM and we just went for a walk. We were like, let's go see if there's something for lunch. Yeah. And then we get back fucking God knows what time. We end up going Winter Wonderland, restaurants, fucking cinema, everywhere. Yeah, we had so many meals and Yeah, I know. I lost track. Fuck. Yeah, and all the restaurants we said we we're gonna go, we we didn't manage to go. The <laughs> movie—they're just restaurants in London. It's not that we weren't gonna eat anything that you can't eat anywhere else. Mm, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And this movie was good too. Yeah, good movie. Twenty twenty-one. Twenty-one bridges. Bridges. I've wanted to watch that for ages. I saw the trailer like nine months ago, and it only fucking came out now. Yeah. I mean. That was real good. When do you reckon they make they put you to fight again? To fight again, I don't know. 
I took no damage. Like, my leg's a bit chewed up from kicking a guy. But the swelling compared to last night, it's gone down so much. So, I don't know. I'm going to take Thanksgiving now. We'll see. I'm, I'm not going to get too inactive. As soon as my leg's better, I'll just keep training. Have a little time off on Christmas, New Year's. Then January, I'll be ready to go, I guess. You like, uh, because you live after... You live on Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yeah. Until then, you're not doing any jujitsu with them or anything. Nah, nah, it's only a couple of days. I'm yeah. Just gonna see some friends and stuff, and then. Yeah. Yeah, then I fly back, fly to America. And you're fighting in America next. I hope so. Yeah, that'll probably be easier for me because flying back here, it's like I flew a bit early, so I could adapt to the time difference and stuff. But it kind of added to the build up. I yeah. So my friends and people from London. And yeah, it's the whole new routines. Yeah. It's it would be nicer to just show up fight week, do a job, you know, like everyone else. Yeah. True, man. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. We gotta close this, and I have a flight in fucking. Yeah, fuck. You need to get going. I'm yeah. Sleep like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep at or Bro, I'm hundred percent gonna reach Oslo soon. Like in the next few months I'm gonna plan it. Yeah, do that. Because but when we said we might do a road trip, right? Me and the boys we might drive to Norway, go and see the Northern Lights. But it's only some time in the year, right? Six I think months. so. I think it's like October or something. Is it Oct- it's either October to April or April to October. I'm not sure. It might it's be like October to m- April, but yeah. Yeah, it's only six months of the year you can see that shit. Yeah, but even if you don't do that, like when you're in London, you see like Ryanair tickets can yeah. go for like 20, 30 pounds. I like to drive. Driving's the future now. Like yeah? Driving to Europe. Yeah, because then you have your car. And as well, by the time you have to go and wait for the flight, like driving to Amsterdam is always better than flying. Because by the time you have to travel to the airport, wait for your flight, fly there get off the plane like you just drive there then you're there yeah i guess and from here you take like six hours yeah yeah you leave your door and you drive it's easy yeah it makes more sense especially if you have guys that you can switch with yeah and it's the same distance and then you have your car when you're there nice yeah when you switch like every two hours with with your guys Mm -hmm. it could be and then nobody feels a damn thing exactly that's the way yeah, it's. Uh, I think you can do the same from Oslo to like Copenhagen and stuff. Mm. It's like six, seven hours drive. Proper. One day I want to do a trip around the whole fucking Europe. <coughs> I mean, I've been in most countries, but I have one of those maps where you scratch out where you've been. Mm. I've been a lot of places, man, but it makes you want to travel places you don't even want to go. I'm like, just to, to fit in Madagascar. <laughs> the fuck's in Madagascar? I think Madagascar is cool, bro. That could be the title of this podcast. What the fuck is Madagascar? <laughs> yeah. That could work. Let's close this, bro. Let's do it, bro. Th- I, would say, I was going to say thank you for coming, but I was the one who yes, came here. Thank you for coming, bro. I didn't even live here. Where the fuck are we? We're in Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah, it's this old-ass fucking ship. Wouldn't it be funny if that ended up being a Portuguese Portuguese, ship? like, yeah. No, it's oh, French. No, Trafalgar. Yeah, my man Napoleon, right? Wellington? Fuck knows. Victory of Trafalgar. I don't know. There's, there's. It, it is French against the the British. British. Yeah, Wellington fucked up Napoleon, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I'm a gypsy.
Yeah, we, mongrel shit. We, did, we didn't go through the part where you used to have uh, SS ceremonies on your birthday as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. That's me. Not, I don't want to coming for me. <laughs> Can you do that before we go? Yeah. That's a real London thing. Okay, man them. My G. Bless. I see you, brother. Yes, bro. Gotta take my Uber. Eric Mambo on there next week. Eric Mambo. (laughs) Yeah, he's probably coming next week or something. He's coming soon. My guy, Zulu guy. Zulu warrior. Yes, Eric Mambo, you're keeping this ship going. (laughs) Yeah, he's holding. Not the other guy that had issues with his baby mom made oh, me delete the fucking man. episode. He needs a, we need to have an intervention with him. People need to get About a grip on their fucking girls, you know? It's what like the fuck, man? Because your girl can be can be going crazy, but like if you don't say, Hey, okay. This is normal actually, like whatever. keep them in check. Don't yeah. freak out. It's not like you don't need to be some fucking crazy guy beating your girl up or whatever, but it's like it's just a podcast. Yeah, well, and it's like three people listen to this, you know what I mean? <laughs> not three, but it's like it's not yeah. gonna blow up. I we'll never, I never, no, no. Uh, all I'm saying is like, it's not gonna go viral yeah. because I have a guy that's a chef as yeah. well coming in telling some stories about how he sucked the uh, baker's <laughs> cock, you know? <laughs> I'm still confused as to what the fuck happened there, but. Like, I need to know how good were the fucking pastries. <laughs> Those pastries must have like, been lit, bro. We're talking about for a village loaf. Bro, to, one, to one guy. Survive with your soup. At least one guy was taking the fall. Fuck so God. the others could have the sweets. Jesus. <laughs> we call that the yeasty sacrifice. We <laughs> made that yeast uh, sacrifice. Fuck. Imagine how much cake you need to to eat after you, after you suck a baker's cock at his asshole. Man. Shove your Magic tongue. Ugh. After you punched a, a hole, punched a hole in your donut. <laughs> <laughs> donut puncher. Okay, brother. Post. Welcome to the dark hour. The dark hour. I'm just sitting here with my guys, yeah, American guys, and they're like, "Bro, do you know who cracks me up on Instagram? Dark art memes." And I'm like, "Bro, that's my boy. He called me today." <laughs> <laughs>